0: We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be.
1: I've
0: saved a screenshot of it on my phone and I keep looking at it. I want
1: to stroke it. And Michael Lucas. I ordered a little bit of sashimi and I've got a full teriyaki salmon. This is Emsolation. Get those nipples out. (laughs) Nips ahoy! You're in Emsolation.
0: Well, hello there and welcome to Em My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, award-winning screenwriter Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast, How Are You? Well, I'm currently sitting in a house in Bondi in Sydney, so the sound's going to be a little bit off. You might be getting some ambient I don't know children laughing and birds chirping and rain we've had rain this morning i'm here because i'm working on anomalous my podcast that will be coming out next year around neurodivergence and it's weird i've brought myself up here and you know i'm organizing it all with the production company and it's it's really my baby. It's really something that I'm investing in financially and personally. So I'm here doing a bunch of recordings for it and photo shoots and promotional materials. I feel like a big girl. I feel like an adult. Otherwise, uh, friends, I don't. Know. I don't know how to get through to the end of the year. I genuinely don't. I know so many of you feel the same way, and I'm conscious that it is my job to be your weekly jolt of hey come on, gang, life is here and we need to grab it by the flaps. But at the moment, I'm just feeling like, can I make December? I know so many of you are feeling the same. The thing getting me through, I will be really honest, is the fact that I get to get on stage for some of you on December the 3rd in Sydney. I'm really looking forward to that. I know we only have like 10 VIP tickets left. We have quite a few of the um, non-VIP tickets. What do we call them? General. Uh, I'd love to have all of you there. We'd love to get it full. I am producing that show also, so all the financial kind of risk is mine. This is what happens when you say no to the big boys and you just go out on your own. You take everything on yourself, and it's a whole different level of stress I never really thought about. So if you can come along on December the 3rd, we'd love to have you. It's going to be such a great time. We're going to be reliving the year. We have a very special guest from the newsreader. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You wait. It's going to be so great. She's amazing. And we also are going to be doing some songs, dad and I and Zeke. So please come along if you can. What else have I been doing? Well, today on the pod, we talk about the nipple bra because so many people sent it to me and I realized my brand is nipple adjacent. I don't know how or why, but here we are. I do know. I do. It's my fault. <laughs> I talk about nipples a lot. We also discussed the Britney Jane Spears autobiography. We finally both finished it. Michael had very strong thoughts, stronger than I thought. Michael was also in a security lockdown while he was listening, so you have to hear that story. And we also, I've decided to age well like Linda Hamilton from Terminator 2, and I want you to understand, we just entered into this territory at the end of the pod, as we so often do, because, I don't know, I just, my body has changed. Something is happening, and I feel all the creaks, the noises I make when I stand up a louder, and I I bloody joined a gym. You'll hear about that. I joined a gym. <laughs> I've only been once. You'll hear about all of this. I shouldn't be giving it away. Otherwise, I hope that you're well. There is so much to take in at the moment. And if you're a very sensitive person, it's um, it's tough. Look, I think even if you're not a sensitive person, it's a, it's a weird old time. If you put your finger up in the air and gauge the vibe, I'm getting strange ones. Are you... I'm just feeling the need to kind of lock myself away in my house with my family and draw the blinds and just watch reruns of like Gilmore Girls or something. Do you have a show? Do you have a show that you know if you're re watching it that you're not in a great place? You put it on because that's your soothing comfort. Marcella puts on Gilmore Girls. I put on Drag Race. That's what I put on. Odette puts on Vampire Diaries. So if that's what you need to do this weekend, draw the, draw the blinds and pop on your favourite show, please do. And then maybe if you're in Sydney or going to be in Sydney, think about coming to the live show. Come see Mummy. Let's spend some time together. Is that creepy? Come say Mummy. I should start now. <laughs> please enjoy the following offering from Michael and I. We're both on locale. So it's, you know, we're out in the field. It's a different vibe. You know, it's organic. It's earthy. It's raw. It's less quality, taking it back to the old days of Emsolation. Okay, that's enough for me. Play the music. Emsolators, you're only a what-if away from creating the perfect holiday. And right now, Emsolation listeners can get 10% off selected hotels. Go to whatif.com forward slash listen for details. What If, it's Aussie for travel.
1: Hey lovelies, before we get started, this podcast exists just to give us all an escape and a safe space where we can have fun. And it's only here thanks to the 3,560 people who subscribe to our premium service, M Extra. Our premium service gives you a personalised link to an upgraded podcast feed where you can access exclusive content including two extra episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays every week, more access to Em and Michael, merch discounts, ticket presales and so much more. Help us keep this independent, neurodivergent, female-led podcast alive. Support us for less than $2 a week at emsalation.supercast.com now. It's
0: Emsalation.
1: M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is M.
0: Michael Lucas, I am in Sydney. You are in Melbourne. We're remote working today.
1: We are.
0: It's
2: how, this, mm. it's, it's how this podcast began, though.
0: It's so true. And it feels a little bit wild not having Ben to laugh at us. I don't know if I'll be able to I go know. on. <laughs> I
2: know. He really does spur you on.
0: <laughs> I keep
2: thinking. <laughs> He's so generous, too. There's part of me that knows we don't deserve it, but oh. I'll just take it.
0: He's a total laugh whore. He is a gag hag. He's the one you want to <laughs> gigs in the front hag. row. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, Ben has a cough on him and once he gets going, it's like my mother has a cough on her and whenever I was doing a performance or at a dancing concert, I would she would make herself known by a hacking Like phlegm-filled, heaving cough. Mm. I still have anxiety. I still can't hear coughing to this day. Jenny Rasianno cough, and Ben has a cough on him. So you've got to be careful at how how much you make him laugh.
2: We could kill him without hilarity.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, thinking a lot about Kim Kardashian's nipple bra, like.
2: What else would you be thinking about?
0: It's really captured my imagination, Mm. and I'm I'm obsessed with it. I've saved a screenshot of it on my phone, and I keep looking at it. Would you like to take a look at some fine rubber nipples? Yeah, like I want to I want to stroke it.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, how hard are those nipples? They must be quite hard.
0: Well, the thing is, it was sent to me by a million people. Obviously, I'm overstating it, but quite a few.
2: Actually, I considered it, but I didn't because I <laughs> thought it was insulting because it was it was like a Kim Kardashian viral thing. I'm like, don't, like, she would have got this so many times. So I'm glad I made that judgment call and did not send you Kim's nipples.
0: Can you explain to me why you thought of me? Because I want to understand the correlation of me and Kim Kardashian's nipple bra. Like, what made so many people think of me?
2: Well, I mean, at various times you have made nipples... The point, pun intended, of your uh, comedy routines. Like I remember the mm. fighter pilot par- um, mm. farms, or just in general, like I mean, the T Rex doesn't specifically refer to nipples, but it sort of does. I think of a little T Rex claw, and it just felt like a development. Also, it, I mean, now that I think about it, why you'd be the first person I think of. You famously once been uh, photographed on a red carpet in an unfortunately see-through uh, blouse, which. Did reveal a level of nipples, so it just feels like your relationship with nipples and the whole idea of how exposed they are is is complicated and long. And this was content <laughs> that would work for you. That's why, Your Honour, I rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my brand is nipple adjacent. I see this now. I understand. I've forgotten about my nipples in that dress. You don't. You don't understand the... If that happened now, I wouldn't give a shit, right? Mm. But I remember when it happened, it was about 2012, and I didn't sleep for about two weeks. I was so upset and horrified. And now everyone's going to go and search for the picture. I know you're all going to do it. I'm in a black dress, and I've gone and looked for it. I look good. Most of the time they put little,
2: like, gold stars stars on it, as I recall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I remember just being Absolutely horrified. But now when I look back at that picture, I'm like, bitch, you looked good. Get those
2: nipples out.
0: <laughs> Nips ahoy. But also
2: so many people have broken through and just gone nip-free on red carpets. Totally. I mean, these days it's just, it's just, you know, it's just you want to get likes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the thing is I have always been obsessed with nipples because... I felt totally blindsided, as is well documented, by what happened to mine. But I just remember never being told to honour and cherish the tiny rosebud nipples. And so when I saw these tiny rosebud nipples in bra form, it triggered something in me. It, it made me feel like, okay, okay, mm. sure. But then I thought about... my. Remember our friend Kate got her nipple pierced and then the problem with that was that her nipple was always
2: erect? Which friend, Kate, are you going to have to give me last name? Kate me. Jenkins. Kate Jenkins. No, I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that.
0: After she shaved her head, she was a cool
2: girl at high school, she got a nipple pierced. And, um, no, Kate. Oh my God. I was going to say, okay, everyone, sorry, you just made a lot of lesbian Wentworth fans absolutely lose their minds, So apologies for that. But just thank Em that you got the image. (laughs) Sorry, Kate. (laughs) I think Kate Jenkinson's nipples. Uh, absolutely in their pure original form. Well, she too has breastfed, so who knows. <laughs> Wentworth
0: fans have just gone, what?
2: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, okay, she always had an erect nipple. And I think what if you pop the nipple bar on and you have a job or you're going to a funeral or, <laughs> I don't know, you work at a childcare centre and it's the only clean bra. We've all been there.
2: Someplace where it's not appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Do I
0: always want my nipples hard? You have to
2: go to court. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you just pick up, you know, you're tired in the morning, you pick up the first bra you see, you whack it on. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, it's the nipples.
2: Yeah. So then you have to... You know, <laughs> you're the press secretary and you have to yeah. go out. You're CJ <laughs> in the West Wing and you yeah. have to go out and explain foreign policy. Like Penny Wong should not buy. Oh, like, you no. Know. Penny Wong should
0: should not, and the, as I pointed out, the bat suit had nipples, and no one batted an eyelid. No one cared.
2: I'm Batman. I think the entire world batted an eyelid. I still <laughs> remember it. That was in Batman Forever, the Val Kilmer Batman. It was the campus Batman of all time. I lived for the bat nipples. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, sure, if that's what she wants to do,
0: I just, I just think there's some people were trying to be outraged about it, and I'm like, well, it's just nipples. I mean, if it's, but it's kind of. It's covering your nipples to show nipple. Do you know mm, what I mean? Mm, like mm. is it nipple shaming if you do have giant saucer ones such as I? Mm. Like are we, is, it, is it promoting a nipple that no one can attain?
2: Yes. Is it false advertising <laughs> too? <laughs> Does someone get a strong impression of your nipple and then go, whoa, okay, we're in a different situation here? I just <laughs> want to say... <laughs> If that would definitely be the case for me. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a little bit of sashimi and I've got a full teriyaki
0: yeah. salmon. It's like, it's, it's the iceberg scenario. Like... you <laughs> 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 Above the surface. But yet if once once unfurled, holy shit, mm. it's just a lot of nip. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like it's it's not an eyeful. It isn't yeah, no. Nah. So maybe perhaps. But I just did want to say I have been thinking a lot about it. Thank you to everyone who sent it to me. Um, I say full nip's ahoy, if that's your thing. I have quite enough nipple. I have nipple to share. So did I you? don't Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now moving on. <laughs> All right, it's time. We both
2: Completed the marathon sitting. Jane Jones. Oh, I'm going to say not that long a marathon. It was like five and a half hours. Like most audio books I read are like 17 hours, so this wasn't too bad. Really, it felt. I felt exo- I was like yes, was getting exhausting. to the finish.
0: It was exhausting, mm. and we were listening to it at the same time. Mm. Are you allowed to talk about the circumstances in which you were listening to it, or not?
2: What that I was a, that I was at work. Yeah, <laughs> I like, think Well, now I've got a commute, so mm. partially part of the reason I flew through it was that. But then you know, also if I was, yeah, totally, I was, I was. <laughs> am I allowed to talk about this? It's a bit Weird.
0: Yeah. Can yeah, you now, can you talk about the being locked down? What my question is.
2: Oh yeah, no. Because you was, had a. Yeah,
0: tell, tell the story of how Brittany got you through. Brittany got me through cleaning my depression room but she got you
2: through something too. Oh, it is true. I had a, I had a um, meeting at the uh, ABC and it coincided with a lot of protests. Um, if you're not familiar with that, there's a lot of protests over a Four Corners um, story where they're being compelled to deliver footage and out their sources and there's, there's a lot of protests. And anyway, there was a protest happening in the ABC building and um, so I had to be <laughs> had to be sort of um, placed away from the protesters in a little uh, spot awaiting further instruction. And, uh, yeah, Brittany was there for me. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I don't want to make it sound too dramatic. These protesters were very, you know, they were just I- I- impassioned. They looked like if librarians got really impassioned, they were delightful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's the closest I've got to any kind of security scare, but it was (laughs) wonderful to have an audio book just ready to go. I didn't have my laptop on me, so brilliant. Oh, I know, because I
0: decided I was going to clean my depression room and Brittany was going to, I I put in Brittany slash Michelle Williams, who, by the way, was the perfect choice Mm -hmm. because by the end of it, I totally forgot that it wasn't Britney. Yes,
2: it fused.
1: Jay got all excited and said so loud, oh, yeah, faux shiz, shiz genuine. What's up, homie?
0: It did fuse. Yeah. It really did. And also I love the fact that obviously Michelle came to us on Dawson's Creek as Jen and she yeah. was young and much the same as Britney came to us young. Like, But Michelle was obviously... ...allowed to develop and not overly sexualize ...and became a fully realised adult. She did,
2: she did. But, but similarly, you know, she went through one of the most... ...you know, she was part of one of the most famous couples... ...on the planet at that time. And obviously yeah. there was an immense tragedy there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, some might say, yes, she's probably... ...professionally ascended. She was, she was never institutionalised, let's just... No. ...put it that way. But... The-
0: but the perfect choice. I take back any doubt I
2: had about yeah, Michelle. She was just so good. She was empathetic. She mm. sort of captured some of the Britney vibe, but um she just glided through it and and I, I felt I was in such good hands.
0: And I think once you hear Britney's forward
1: This book has been a labor of love and all the emotions that come with it. Reliving everything that you're about to hear has been exciting, heart wrenching, and emotional, to say the least. For those reasons,
0: I will only be reading a small part of my audiobook. There's no way that she could have got through a whole book. Mm. And I also feel like she would have tangented anytime her dad's name was mentioned. That just would have been five minutes of ranting because this book is really written for an audience of three. Well, maybe a bit more. I would say an audience of three with an extension of two more. Her dad, her mother, her sister, and then Kevin Federline and Justin Timberlake. They feel like the audience... <laughs> Concluding with a shout-out to the gays, (laughs) which I appreciated. I know. And she's smart. She's a smart girl for doing that. But after hearing her in the intro and how it had to be so minutely recorded, it felt like every word there was a stop-start. And her friend did it for her at her house. That was how removed... She was from the whole, I listened to all the way to the end credits and I said that. So what is your overall review of the Britney Jane Spears
2: audio book, The Woman and Me? First of all, they said the title a lot. So that was good. They really do, yes. And I really appreciate that. If you commit to a title, you want to find a way to seamlessly weave it in and didn't she ever. <laughs> Um, my review was well. Look, I mean, I absolutely barreled through it like immediately. I'd done it within, as had you, within the first forty-eight mm. hours of it being available to the public. So I think that in you know, it speaks to itself. It, oh God! I mean, for me, actually, the most stark thing came really early, which was the family history that I didn't know oh, about, yeah. specifically her grandmother Jean. So let's just say Brittany is not the first woman in her family to be forcibly institutionalized and put on lithium. Uh, it happened to her grandmother. In fact, her grandfather, Jude, married two women who he put in institutions. So it's a real family trait there. Um, But overall, to be honest, I would have welcomed more on the whole rise to fame, peaking fame. Like any story, any detail she would give me about the shooting of the video clips or whatever, I drank that up, but she was galloping through. Like it felt like it was like in two halves. We did all of her career up until the conservatorship and then the whole second half was essentially the conservatorship, um, which I can, you know, and and obviously one of the traumas of the conservatorship was it was all the same after a while. (laughs) It was like Groundhog Day. And and sometimes it did feel like that to me as the reader. Although overall, I mean, just as she kept rightly pointing out, how the hell could this have happened when, you know, male rock stars can throw furniture out of windows and take drugs and do all these things and be completely fine and celebrated and, you know, I'll go out Mm -hmm. drinking and suffer some postnatal depression and end up in an institution. Um, Yes. But, you know, and I agree with you that I guess my only other thought was it's definitely she is still feeling uh, understandably and justifiably the white-hot burning anger towards her family, her father in particular, but all of them, which I totally get. It would be interesting. Not Brian, not her brother. Oh, no, he's He seemed to have escaped. He's right, that's true, that's true.
0: Yeah, she seemed to spare him the wrath. (laughs)
2: Mm. No
0: one else. I just got, you know, that the triangle of evil, of male evil between Kevin Federline, her father, and Justin Timberlake. That for me really kept coming up over and over again. These three men that she really, really wanted to go after. Mm. And I imagine Justin Timberlake is sitting at his house right now with Jessica Biel, just being like. We were so young, like, why does she care still? This is wild. And, and we were, like, in our teens. I don't understand. But for Brittany, you can tell it's like it was yesterday. Mm. It's so fresh. Yeah. She's still 16. She comes across as 16 and angry. She, It feels like she kind
2: of stopped in time, arrested development, that's it. Well, she talks about a fair bit that she yeah. she often in times of trauma or anything like that she regresses to a childhood state. But, yeah, I mean, Michael yeah. Jackson famously seemed yeah. to also suffer from that. If you The age that you rise to Most fame child in. stars. Yeah. Don't you
0: think this seems to be the fate?
2: Yeah. Well, Jodie Foster, I mean, some escape, but, yeah. But Jodie Foster I don't think was a child star on the level of, like, a Britney was. Britney, and, yeah. Which no. Was a teen so I, star, but, yeah. Still, it's that
0: time. But she did start quite young. Overall, I mean, the conservatorship was hectic, and getting through those chapters, I was like, I can't, I can't do mm, anymore. I just, and and I don't understand how legally a woman was who was making her own money, how they kept her prisoner. The biggest star in the world, arguably
2: making hundreds of millions, touring, literally touring. I thought it was just Vegas. No, it was touring.
0: I just don't get how that happened in plain sight. That's Mm. the biggest confusion for me is I don't understand. And I also got a sense of I think, I don't think we got the whole truth from Brittany. I think we got Brittany's version, which I think Brittany has maybe altered so that she can live with it. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt, it didn't feel
2: balanced. I felt like she was coming from a point of, it was still very, very important to her to prove how unjustifiable everything was. And, and, you know, there's part of me that wanted to say to her, you don't need to worry about that. Like, it completely was. Like, what you were going through, there is no way the steps taken against you were in any Mm -hmm. way justifiable. Um, But there were times where I felt like, have you really told us... Where you were at at that particular time, like she would allude nah. to postnatal depression, she would allude to sort of liking energy supplements and things like that. What can we stop down on the energy supplement? Over the what? The- <laughs> what the
0: fuck? Yeah, I I didn't understand how she she literally tells a story of how she was taking energy supplements and her father found out, so they put her back in rehab for a month. Like, over a, a Gatorade? A what? I don't... That was the stuff I'm like, I need more information, Brittany Jean. I need to understand how you can be put into rehab over and over the counter. And what do you mean energy supplement? Like a caffeine pill or a, a no-dose or is mm. it a multi-V? Like, what do we do? And what's the name of it? Can I get some? Because... Mm,
2: <laughs> mm, mm. Having said that, though, I mean... <sighs> You know, if I'm on is, her
0: side. Totally. Yeah. She was
2: literally silenced for so long. If she no just good. wants to spew out her Which version of it in a way that feels cathartic yeah. for her, I'm here for it and there is yeah. absolutely no doubt that that is so Same. fucked that that happened. Oh, my so God. So fast. Hey, Madonna. You know who came off well? Madonna. Ah! Oh! Amazing. Didn't she? Didn't she just? Showing up at Britney's (laughs) apartment at her lowest ebb and tying Kabbalah things around her and strings, I should say. But also I loved how, like, she explains that the me against the music video clip and Madonna waiting, making everyone wait for hours and hours and hours because her white suit wasn't quite perfect. And Britney's just thinking, and I realised that you can, this is what you can do. You can hold your power, take time for (laughs) yourself. I love that.
0: I love that. What about the little shots of Christina Aguilera? Yeah,
2: Christina didn't go nearly as well. I don't think th- there's clearly no love lost there. No. I mean, there was nothing truly devastating, but it was just a clear, complete lack of. Yeah.
0: Any yeah. Kind of love. yeah. Yeah. Didn't really when when she spoke about the MTV situation, the kiss. Mm. I don't think oh, she even mentioned yeah. Christina Aguilera's name.
2: No, famous one. <laughs>
0: And love Mariah Carey, said that she had a light, a glow.
2: Love Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey invented the ring light, basically. That's what I took from it. She had it back in the 90s.
0: And then just toward the end of the book, says how much she loves the gay community and drag. So really, she gave the fans what they wanted. She really did. And I agree with you. While it may feel like it is a burn book for 28 chapters, she's earned it. She Burn away. Set it on on fire. (laughs) lovelies there's nothing i love more than really deep diving into a special topic for instance i now have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the ways justin Timberlake broke britney's heart it's my new special topic what ifs special topic is everything aussie travel and i'd bet you've hardly even bothered to explore it yet exactly so let me be the one to announce your next deep dive what if have spent the last 23 years helping us explore australia and connect with each other the what What If app connects you to hotels and apartments and other amazing stuff, like a hidden hideaway in the Tasmanian bush, some beachside bliss in Broome, or all of the fun of a Gold Coast family escape. You can also book flights, then combine them with hotels for a package deal. Plus, there's car hire and heaps of options for things to do when you get there. Because, of course, What If would. Your journey to becoming an Aussie travel expert starts with What If. Book your trip on the What If app now. What If, it's Aussie for travel.
1: This episode of Emsolation is brought to you by the 3,560 people who subscribe to our premium service, Emsolation Extra. Unfortunately, it's nowhere near the 65,000 plus people who consume this free Thursday episode every month. Those 3,560 people help this little independent neurodivergent podcast that I'm created keep going. Those three and a half thousand people help us get closer to paying all our staff, paying the rent and ensuring that this Thursday episode remains free for everyone else. They're doing all the heavy lifting so that you can enjoy this podcast every week. So if you haven't been convinced to join us in our premium service yet, allow me to explain exactly what those 3,560 people get for their tiny investment. They get two bonus episodes every week, including one where you get to ask Em and Michael anything every Friday and another every Tuesday where Em gets to deep dive on a special topic from love nundrums and the marriage diaries to chatting to someone who's inspired her. And there's over 50 episodes waiting for you right now. You also get access to close friends on Instagram, pre-sale tickets to our shows, discount merch and so much more. And the cost to you is minuscule. Yearly, it's $1.72 a week, and monthly, it's $2.49 a week. M has taken a huge risk going independent, so now we need you to join the 3,560 people who've already said yes to helping this podcast survive. Head to emsalation.supercast.com to be a part of our premium service and start enjoying the perks today. It's Emsalation. M. Russiano and Michael Lucas. Yes. is is, 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 M. Salation. is there anything
0: else you wanted to discuss? <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday today.
2: No, it's not. It's,
0: yes, it is because oh, the podcast okay, goes sorry. down on a oh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, I'm such a
2: professional. I am. It's,
0: yes. your, it's your 45th birthday
2: it's today. My 45th birthday. Halfway and to uh, 90. Yeah. That's all I think about. You know what I'm doing on my birthday? A location recce. And you know what that is? <laughs> it's where you drive around, you spend all your day in traffic and you drive around. And in our case, we're typically seeing old 80s architecture. So you drive to some far-flung place, you look at old 80s architecture, you decide it's not right and then you hop in the car again. <laughs> and it's going to be terrible weather. Can't wait.
0: Well, that'll be a good. 45 is important. I want to tell you I joined the gym. I joined the gym because my next birthday is 45. It is. And I've decided that I wanna age well in terms of, I don't want my bones and muscles to break. And I just had this revelation that up until a certain age, you you wanna get, you wanna look well and get fit and look hot because I don't know, that's what you do. That's what society expects. But something shifted in me recently when I'm like, no, I want to get Linda Hamilton Terminator 2 fit so that I can be a kick-ass old woman who's, like, got the ski poles and they're out walking at 6 o'clock in the morning, you know. <laughs> that's that's who I want to be, so I join the gym. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, I know you have mocked me for it, but I, do my, I have my own little regime that I'm operating <laughs> on. But um, me too. Like I'm now 100%, like in the past, I mean, obviously I've long ago given up any sense of can I possibly get abs? All that's gone. I'm not interested in that anymore. But I just want to be strong. I want to be really strong and I want to make sure all my bones are held in place. But my thing is as well, what I have had to move away from is really like jolty, shocky stuff. Like I used to be a bit of a CrossFit. Fiend yes. And things like the box jump and everything like that, which I'm sure are good for so many things about your aerobic fitness and everything like that. But also, fuck, they, those that sort of shit can take its toll on your joints. I, it, at least it does for me. Maybe I was doing no, it wrong. Same. Yeah, no, same. No, for me, it's all about. But then, weirdly, Jennifer Aniston is embracing this mode of working out where you do, where you do weight resistance, but you don't do it like pumping, strong, jolty. You do it slow and controlled, and get those. Mm. But you can feel the difference too. Like I feel so much better when I'm like properly fit and have all my mus- muscles
0: like taught. Yeah, I'm the same. But I also had the realisation because for so long I viewed exercise, well, for a while exercise was just part of my training for my life, my event, mm. but then exercise became like a punish. And then I just drew a line in the sand recently and I'm like, I'm not going to do any exercise that makes me feel bad. So I'm not going to go exert myself to the point where I can't breathe and I want to vomit. Mm. I'm not going to do jolty exercise. I'm going to do gentle good Mm. stuff that makes me want to do it over and over again. And I had to reframe the exercise. I joined the gym two weeks ago. So Scott and I joined together and we joined two weeks ago and I've been once and he's been nuts. So going well. It's
2: money well spent.
0: (laughs) When the money came out of my account yesterday, I said to him, Scott that we've just spent $80. I've been once and you haven't been at all. Yeah. So what are we going to do? But I've got to figure out a time of day where there aren't stinky teenage boys there and tradies because I understand the pull of the no-men gym. I, I understand the Fernwoods now. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do the sweaty bros. And they come in and they wear work boots and they're short. They're not even in a sporting kit. Oh,
2: that to me should be illegal. It really should be. Hey, would you swim? Yeah. Would you do classes?
0: Yes, I'm going to do classes. I'm going to do reformer. I'm just, I don't know, something's just flicked in me where I'm like, the fear of God, actually. All the menopause stuff and all the finding out that my lack of oestrogen was leeching my bones. Mm. I've just gone, oh, I'm going to be one of those old women that people see and they're like, I'm going to like, there's going to be lots of fucking scarves and short hair and muscles and ski poles and <sighs> like swooshy
2: pants and pottery. And We passed a ski pole woman on that infamous hike that we did Yes. Yeah. When we were yes. in Palm Springs, she was she was up earlier. She was beating us in every sense. She'd already <laughs> climbed the whole mountain and was coming back down. And this was a point where M was, I mean, she was seeing her life flash before her eyes. I was. She was I a was. solid 30 years younger than this woman.
0: <laughs> but she was still better than me in every way. Mm. I just think there comes a point where you're like, I don't care about trying to be hot. I just want to live. Mm. And I think mm. at Nearly 45. Wow.
2: you finally, uh, yeah, you've made a choice are. for you. I'm proud of you. I, n- I hope that I you do g- go a second time. <laughs> I think you'd be closer to your goal if you went again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like, I'm like, I out down the gym, I'm like, right, I've been to the gym. Is that it? Once, that's enough. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm off. Uh, I am here in Sydney because I'm recording some stuff for my podcast, Anomalous. It's that's coming exciting. out next year. Mm-hmm. Michael Lucas has already done
2: his interview. That's but right, thinking, I have. Yeah. I was like an M correspondent.
0: You are, yeah. The first two apps is going to be like kind of M's Australian story for her brain and then we go the next four after that is like experts and information and it's going to be really... I'm doing a photo shoot for the front cover. I'm doing all the... The best part is the soundscaping because, you know, I love it. You do so love it. So we're picking all our original music oh, and... Oh,
2: you would love that, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's can really you, good. Can
2: you reveal any other speakers that are on it or not yet?
0: Oh, well, Scott's on it, Odie's on it... You're on it, Ben's on it. It'll be a bunch of people. I think maybe Jamila, maybe Rob, maybe my parents, I don't know yet. we are just got to see how it all pans out. It's mm. a lot of audio to go through. And I'm really enjoying the documentary aspect of this podcast because I'm able to kind of, we piece it all together like a beautiful picture rather than this, you know, every week. I love this, but I'm able to take my time,
2: yeah. basically. Yeah. So that's
0: coming out, I think, in March next year. Look out for so, Anomalous. I know the Insulators will be on board at
2: Around the time of your 45th birthday
0: it's all coming together. By then, I mean, I'll be doing one-armed push-ups in my jail cell. So people better look out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You'll be screaming at the psychologist, I know it happens. I've seen it. All of you are dead. You're gone. (laughs) It's true. It's happening. All right, bye. Bye.
1: This is Emsolation.
0: Okay, gang, well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for being here. Also, I'd love you to check out Emsolation on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. That's where we post all our videos. In fact, if all of you just went right now, once you've finished listening to me, and go to your Instagram, go to the Instagram account, and maybe just go and view the last 10 videos. And can you maybe leave me a little message? Can we agree on an emoji? Let's agree, I would like Purple Heart. I wanna know that this message got you to go and and Purple Heart the videos that you've watched and liked. I love this, let's see what, and if people will be like, what are all these Purple Hearts? I'll know that you have listened all the way to the end of the pod. And then you've gone and done the thing that I asked you to do. Plus you get some great stuff you might've missed because you know, algorithms. Please go and do that. And also we are now on TikTok. Oh yeah, we are so up and hip with the trends. Ben has forced me. Ben's running it. Ben is a TikTok queen at 54 years of age. I respect, I respect this man. He's got, we've got to be on TikTok, Em. That's how we do it. Like, okay, babes, as long as you run it. So if you on if you are on the TikToks, if you're on the Clock app, please go and look up Em Salation. All the videos are there also. Have an amazing weekend or week ahead, depending on when you're listening. And I will definitely be catching you next week and I'll be full of beans. I promise you, I'm gonna do my little work week in Sydney, which I'm very excited about. And um, next time we chat, I'll have stories to tell, I'll have energy to give, but you know, sometimes it's just important to say, everyone gets tired. (laughs) Thank you gang, bye for now.
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode and we just want to remind you that you can help keep this little podcasting safe space alive for all of us by subscribing to our premium service, m Extra. You'll get two exclusive bonus episodes every week, including the chance to ask Em and Michael anything, plus Instagram close friends access, ticket presales, merch discounts, and so much more. You can help give this independent neurodivergent-led podcast to more people by supporting us for less than $2 a week on our yearly plan or less than $2 fifty a week on our monthly plan. Get amongst it now at msulation.supercast.com. And of course, msulation with m Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios. It's hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn with videos by James Henderson. Socials by Benjamin Wosley, M. Rossiano and Marcella Rossiano Barrow with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. Get more Msulation by following us on Instagram. At Emsulation Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, join other emsulators of the Emsulation Group on Facebook. Please share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating, and make sure you're following us by hitting the follow button on your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and we look forward to chatting with you again soon.